When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, including music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting. Right. David Crosby. Ever heard mm-hmm. of him? He has revealed that thinking about death has motivated his late career output. Mm. He was talking to students. I don't know, some school. He was talking to these kids. Okay. And he said he put out five to six albums in the last six to seven years. And the reason is... I'm going to die. He said, I'm 80 years old, so I'm going to die fairly soon. That's how that works. He already has another album in the can. Yeah. He stopped touring. He said he's too old for life on the road, but he loves recording. Mm. He said he's not making any money doing it. (laughs) But wow. Well, Donna. Short. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ignoring death doesn't make it any less real. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got that book, the I'm I'm Dead, Now What? Or whatever weird bedside reading you do. Yeah, it's called I'm Dead, Now What? No, it's not a book to read. It's a workbook that you fill out information in. Oh, it's even more exciting. Okay. So that way it's like, hey, here's my will. Here's my code to my garage door. You got it. (laughs) That's good. Well, listen. Great. I, what's the old saying that Stevie Boy says about the Die on the Which dip. One? Rocco. What? Oh. Don't bring up cryptocurrency right <laughs> okay. now. I lost money yesterday. Just chill out, man. You, okay. Yeah. Okay. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, Rocco. What? Listen, in 10 years, when I'm paying, when I'm filling up <laughs> my car with van coin and you're hitchhiking because you ignored all of my financial advice, don't come crying. Okay. So I'm not going to have any sympathy for you. All right. What is it that you say? <laughs> <laughs> van coin really made me laugh yesterday. Okay. Uh, time. Time cannot be slowed, only savored. Try as you might. You cannot slow time down. All you can do is savor it. David Crosby is saying, look. I can't slow this down. The train is going. Yeah. We got to just make the most of the time that we have here. 
here and now. You know, it's really interesting aging, how when you reach a certain point in life, every year that goes by feels like five years have gone by, mm. especially when you look that. in the mirror. Mm. It just feels like <sighs> once your body is no longer useful. <laughs> your body's so useful. <laughs> Come on, you. Not for mankind, you know, it's once it stops being useful, like mm. it feels like every year that goes by five years of I can see on my face for every year. Oh, sure. As far as aging goes. Excuse me. Because Mother Nature is just trying to make you as undesirable as possible. Well, At gravity is, uh, you know, the old saying, gravity, she's a biatch. She is really draggy. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, but, another music news. What? I was just going to say, you can keep living, you know, our culture, we do a pretty bad job of honoring Elders. older people, you know, mm -hmm. because we see life as, we see the value of life based on our function and whatever we determine to be the most effective or productive functions in life, as opposed to the essence of life, which life in and of itself, if you're here on the planet, the value is already right there. It's not like, oh, depreciating value now that they're, they can't walk as fast or work the same manual labor, etc. Life is about essence, not about function. I'll hang up and listen. That might be the COVID talking. I don't know, man. Do you start to trip out when you have COVID? I don't know, Donna. Yeah, I think you can get a little, you know, delusional. I took a three and a half hour nap yesterday. I mean, I fell out. Oh, it was wow. wild. I Woke up to way too many text messages from Amy Daniels, you, Rocco, Donna. I was like, oh, Lord, what's happening here? I have a bone to pick with Amy Daniels. Please, let's let's <laughs> screw music news. Let's pick fights with our boss while we're not in the I... office. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Pop in? You're at the Bloomington okay. headquarters. So everybody's getting ready to take photos today. So new station headshots and whatnot, group mm -hmm. photos, show photos, whatever. Yes. She waits until like last night to send out an email. Telling people, hey, make sure you wear something neutral, something navy blue, or like, mm -hmm. like we weren't going to be picking out our outfit a week ago. You know, let me come and stand beside you, my sister in arms. I, I have told you this before. I find our boss, Amy Daniels, to be a, a really effective communicator. When things come up, when there's messaging on the air that we need to do, she lays it out really clear. She makes sure we all get sort of the, the bullet points. There is a lot of really great there. That being said, I thought that same thing yesterday as I read that email. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is a sudden, you really, I hope you have like a whole wardrobe full of pressed shirts Ready to go right. in various colors. Right. And no, you know, everybody looked at their print. They were like, oh, I love this print. I look so good in this print. I get so many compliments. Exactly. She's like, no prints. Make it look like we're going for custodial chic. 
because she wants the the website to be what provides the color and the popping. Now, DJ Rock that. Lobster is the only one of us who's in the studio. You and I are both not getting our pictures today. Rock Lobster. Yes. You have your say no to pot uh, shirt on right now. Lobster you, shirt, yeah. Your lobster shirt. Do you think that it's going to make the cut? I'm going to wear it until I'm told not to. Because What's to your be backup? A, um, I have some like sort of Western cowboy shirts because I don't really have any <laughs> shirts that are plain colors. They all have prints. They all are kind of funky. They're all from the 70s. Um, and so I'm like, well, I don't know. I just got to be me, a DJ Rock Lobster. Are you still, did you, now when they tell us, we got like a minute here, but when they uh, sent out the note and they said, hey, if you need makeup done, we'll book you at this time. If you need hair done as well, we'll book you at this time. You you booked both hair and makeup, Rocco. Are you going through with that? Are you going to let somebody get their fingers in your hair? I got a lot of hair. I might have more hair than about anybody else on the station. Uh, So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to turn down some free hairstyling. For sure. I don't know about the makeup, you know. Make sure you get makeup. Okay. Yeah, you have to. Everybody has to. I have my improv class tonight. I'll show up in my hair <laughs> with my hair and makeup done. We'll see what everybody thinks of me. Uh, he's got an improv class. An improv I class. I know. I heard. He is a man of yeah mystery. We gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. We'll come back though. What do you want to do when we come back? What do you want to do? Why don't we do I this? I want to talk about things that should be banned from weddings. I have feelings about some of these things on the list, and then maybe we'll see if we should add anything. To the list. Like when you go to a wedding, are you like, okay, we got to stop with that? What are those things? We'll dig into that when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Whew, weddings are fun. Got a couple of weddings to go to in the next year. Very excited. It's been a long time. Oh, it's time. been a while since I've been invited. Yeah, you go through it. Weddings come in cycles, you know? Yeah. When you yeah. when you're younger, you start getting invited to a lot of them. I really enjoy a wedding. Really enjoy a wedding. I cry at weddings a lot. That's a wonderful thing. It's so beautiful. Aww. It's just you know what you see happening, well. and it's just it's a beautiful thing. And then the reception after. I like it. I like a cocktail hour with some Sinatra on. I like it. I like, I like it. it too. I just All don't right. get invited well, to them anymore. Well. I'm trying to think of some like old timey things that can be retired now, and I came across a list. Okay? okay, like for example, how about this whole thing? Oh wait, <laughs> I need a glass. Are you, are you clumping? Are you clumping? <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to clink on my silverware to get the couple to kiss. You ding, know, ding, 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 get some out of the curio. That's kind of cute, though. <laughs> I kind of like the the clinking. I kind of like the clinking, but there's got to be a stopping point, you know. Because if Bert had been overserved, hashtag victim, during cocktail hour, and then he's just clanking his glass every two minutes, it's like, okay, this isn't a dog and pony show, all right, Bert. We're not just gonna. There is a weird undercurrent to that, right? Like, hey, won't you guys kiss for me? Is Bert your code name for Uncle Garfunkel from West Virginia? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Stones. Is it Garfield or Garfunkel? You I'm going to text. You said I'm Garfunkel gonna, last time. I, and I do think it is Garfunkel. His name is Garf. <laughs> oh, yeah. If it was short, people just called him Garf. All right. Hang on one second. Okay, good. Sorry. Is okay, Uncle Gar's full I... name Garfunkel or Garfield? <laughs> Sorry. I had to do that voice to text. Too much going on. Okay. I'll wait to hear back from we Nate. We are Ray doing Lester a show, but that's From fine. West Virginia. Are we, though? <laughs> you know? know? I don't know. Um, yeah, the clinking, uh, I, here's what I think they should do. There's a 30-minute clink zone. You can clink during this 30 minutes, and after that, we're not going to clink anymore. Although it is kind of okay. fun. Like, I like a clink midway, and they're going around, and they're hobnobbing table to table. And then you hear clinking. The bride's at one table. The groom's at another table saying hello to people. And then they have to find each other and come back together. No, it's it's a lot. Okay, here the I agree with this. The tired, boring, best man and maid of honor speeches. How about just let your dad say a few words and then call it a day? I hate, hate, oh like despise. It's the worst part of any wedding when they just pass the mic to like ten people. No, yeah. ten people don't get to speak. Okay, but those are two different things. The 10 people situation where it's pass it down the line, I agree with you. But I want to keep the, the, the maid of honor and the best man. I like those speeches. Those, and then you hear from parents. I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eliminate the maid of honor, eliminate the... Because nice. then you get the, the cute little things of, you know, when we first met and she was always talking about the kind of guy that she wanted to marry. And then I met John. <laughs> He okay. checked so many of the boxes that the she had wished dance. for. I'm moving on. The first okay. dance. This list says it's lame. No one but the couple is entertained by it. Uh, Playing you know, Beyonce's. This, this oh, list is so cynical. It is. The bouquet toss. No, You're just that. listing everything that takes place at a wedding. I'm sorry, but this How is about some... ceremonies? Let's get rid of that. Yeah, okay. I can Rings, tell you who wrote are this we article. serious? Listen, listen. This was written by someone Nina. who's never been married, listen. and they're just poo pooing on everybody's party. You know how sexist that bouquet toss is? Like, oh, I hope I'm the next to get married. But then the guys Talk do it, too, me, with the garter situation. Well, that's, that's really inappropriate. I don't know if a lot of women... Pulling up someone's leg that you don't even know with a garter belt? Well, that's fair. Or whatever, it's not a belt. It's a yeah, no, but yeah, you're then supposed to like put it on that person or something. I don't know. Yes. Well, technically, that... you do know the person. It's your wife. Well, no, but see what happens no, is he, he takes gets, it off. Yeah, he takes so the he's garter climbing off. Climbing up. That's what you just said. I'm sorry. Then the guys all stand around waiting for the garter to be thrown. Yeah. The yeah. guy who catches the garter and the girl who catch catches the bouquet. Yeah, they like match dance. Up. No, yeah. And then he puts the thing on her with the sexy music. It's really inappropriate. I don't know yeah. if they and put them back. Listen. Do they put them back on? Yes, they put it on the girl with who caught the bouquet. I've never seen that. Now that yeah, you Donna's know. probably going to drunken hoedown weddings where I we can't, can't even. No, that's what happened. Put it on her. You do it. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's the whole point.
dual purpose. Okay. Get around uh, this, the, about... Donna. This article is written in, from such an angry place. But continue. <laughs> the chicken dance can go. Well, I don't. Yeah, I think that's fair. Save that for skating okay. rinks. Okay, people proposing at other people's wedding ceremonies or receptions. I've never that's, seen that. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that. That's, that's crazy. disrespectful. Yeah. Like, you know, let's say I got engaged and I'm at my sister's wedding. That's not going to be where I announce it. I asked my grandparents at their 50th uh, wedding anniversary, we were, we were on a cruise, they were renewing their vows, and I asked if uh, I could propose to Lou if I would have their blessing to propose to Lou at that ceremony at the end of their renewing of the vows. They said yes. They were thrilled. But that's a that's a renewing of the vows. You know, that's not your one big day. Right. That's you know, true. they saw that as a carrying on of the legacy of love in the family. Serving food on a buffet that isn't labeled. They said just don't make an eight-minute speech, Steve. It was long. Flash mobs, <laughs> dance routines, bringing kids when the invite requests no children yeah taking your own pictures while the photographer is doing the staged shots and finally you'll you'll agree with this smearing cake in each other's faces never been a fan of that never have i been a fan of that that's the worst that He's should be outlawed pictures you know yeah everything else I- this this person wrote from an angry place in a basement somewhere. They just destroyed everything about weddings. They Someone don't. They are such a heart. cranky, crankosaurus rex. That list has been vetoed. Right, Rocco? Yep. Let's go to a wedding together, man. Me Let's and you. Let's do it. All right, bro. I'll wear uh, this lobster shirt. <laughs> and I'll wear like a uh, like a fisherman thing, like with a big <laughs> net, like deadliest catch. I like weddings. <laughs> Donna oh, sorry, Donna. Sorry, sorry. Hey, yes, Donna. Also, like could you drive us? No. Not Why? Not you anywhere. Oh, let's take a breather, drive. shall we? Let's play a game when yes, we let's come play back. A game. Everybody can play 651-641-1071. That's the number to call. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. Nobody knows the topic except Rock Lobster. He will reveal it when we come back. The Don and Steve Experience on my talk. Alrighty then. Good morning. It is us. Thanks for listening, you guys. Hour two. I'm a little nervous that Rocco's not keeping track of the score. Oh, I did. I looked it up, right? Let me see. I'll pull up my sheet from yesterday. Uh, it is uh, six five, Steve. Since we started taking score again, one nothing, Donna for this week. Oh. And I'm going to go okay, grab cool. that phone, and I'll hit the button. Right, ready? You. Here it goes. Right. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Like I said in my uh, um, really quite good ad for Crescent Tide I did a couple minutes ago, it is my mom's birthday today, and I was going to quiz you on um, famous Janes in pop culture, because I know Steve and I share that, Yes, a mom named Jane. But then I thought, you know what? I came up with like 11 of them, and I'm like, I'm going to save that for Laura and Julia. 
So I said to myself, who else has a celebrity Wait birthday? a minute. Hang on a second. Are, Hang on a second. Who is your allegiance to? Are you posing for a picture today to be on a poster in our hall with Lori and Julia? I don't know. No. They chewed you up and they spit you out and you landed on our show. That's true. Okay? You're right. I just I thought... Mean, he last week he was promoting the Kalina Bradley show. He was going to do something with them. <laughs> I mean, honest to place. goodness, we've launched this man's career. Stick around, five o'clock tonight. We'll have famous Janes on the Lori and Julia show. Uh, okay, but it is it is the birth date of one Bob Saget today. We lost Ooh. him in January. Uh, he would have been sixty six today. So I'm going to quiz you on the life and times. Of Mr. Bob Saget, and on the phone to play with us is uh, my talk super fan and uh, a guy I've met in person, a guy who uh, gave a lot of money to uh, bids for kids to have a, a guest announcer on this station, a thing that I need to uh, make and produce, and uh, I've been telling Alan that I'm behind the schedule on that, but Alan oh, forgave hey. me, and what he up, called hey? in to be part of the show. Hi, Alan. Hi, Hi Alan. He's there. Hey, How you doing? Doing good. You doing deliveries today? Oh, of course, every day. Bro, feel that, man. I just I'm looking at something right now that I might be able to get delivered same day, which is pretty exciting. Like, See, between... do you remember when you left and it was Donna and Matt Belanger? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Did you Did you hear the the college pop culture knowledge when me and uh, Matt were doing it? No. Donna did you? Won. Did, Oh no! I didn't hear any of this. She 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 wouldn't win when I was picking her, and then she decided to win. When I <laughs> this is how it goes with her. She's she confounds people, and it I'm everybody's sorry, always Ellen. got a strategy as to is it topic dependent that they decide to go with Donna? Is it rooted in uh, sympathy somehow? So today, what's the topic? It's not Bob the Lori and Julia. Pro- oh, Bob Saget. Uh, That's right. The life and times of Bob Saget. Uh, I'm going to quiz you on, uh, you know, some things that he did in his life. And, Do you want to team uh, up with me, Alan, or Donna for this topic? Well, I said that I would pick Donna until I won with her, and I actually won with her while you were not. <laughs> oh, get the step in, Donna. Yeah. So now it's time for please. me and you. Let's yeah, do it. baby. Right. Let's go, bro. All right, bye, guys. Take your headphones off, Donna. She will. We'll flag her down when it's her time. Okay. Um, okay, Alan. I feel really good about this. Okay. Also, deep tease after this, after the quiz, I have an update as to my Uncle Gar's full name. And I'll just tell you this I was way off. All okay. right, let's continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, it goes like this. We'll start with this one. In 1998, Bob Saget directed a comedy film called Dirty Work. A Revenge for Higher Comedy, starring what comedian that we lost in September of last year? Hmm. Norm MacDonald. On what 2020 TV show does Bob Saget have an IMDb credit for playing Squiggly Monster? Hmm. I'm guessing that's like an animated movie pass, or show. Pass. Uh, within two, how many seasons of America's Funniest Home Videos did he host? Nine. Okay. Give me and that squiggly middle. monster 2020. Is that like uh, whatever the weird cartoon that you like, Rocco, is? Adventure <laughs> Time or whatever it's called? Oh, maybe. Or, that is a good uh, one. Uh, we'll see if Alan knows. Alan, how do you feel about the first one, Norm MacDonald uh, starring in Dirty Work? 
I don't know about that one. Okay. I think he passed away in September. I feel pretty sure of that. So I'm gonna, I think we should stick with that one. The middle one, I really need your help yeah. with. Yeah. In 2020, uh, Bob Saget has an IMDb credit for playing Squiggly Monster. Any idea on what show? It's kind of Adventurama or what? what uh, it's Futurama, Bob's Adventure Time. Futurama. We're going to go Futurama. Okay. And then I asked Steve, how many uh, seasons did Bob Saget host? And I wanted him to get it within two. I didn't say Price is Right rules. So uh, he says nine. Your thoughts? I think it's eight. And I think I know what the second one is. Because okay, you Googled you it. Hey, hey, Rocco, don't judge him. What do you think the second one might be, Alan, just from the top of your head? What did you say it was? I said Advent- Futurama. No, I think it's The Masked Singer. That's Gosh. what I think it is, too. Computers All right, well, we'll go with that. Computer. Rocco. Okay, no. let's bring Donna back. Donna. Donna, come on comes. back. All righty, here she comes. She's coming back. Hey, Donna. Hey, guys. How'd it go? Really well. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. It went well, right, Rocco? Yeah. And by All the right, way, we're giving away me. we're giving away a T-shirt now. We're not giving away that big thing, are we? No, Did that's going to come up it? at eleven o'clock. Okay, gotcha. Eleven o'clock, we're going to give away. That's a deep tease. At eleven o'clock, we're giving away a pair of tickets for Disney Princess, the concert at Minnesota State Fair's Grandstand, Monday, September fifth at four p.m. It includes State Fair admission tickets as well. Donna, you missed the other deep tease while you were gone. My Aunt Mary Sue got back to me, and uh, I just learned something about my Uncle Gar. That's coming up after the quiz. Okay, Donna, you ready to answer some questions about the life and career of Bob Saget, who would have been 66 today? Yes. Goes like this. In 1998, he directed a comedy film called Dirty Work, a revenge for hire comedy starring what comedian we lost in September of last year? Norm MacDonald. On what 2020 TV show does he have an IMDb credit for playing Squiggly Monster? SpongeBob's Bob SquarePants. Okay. And within two, how many seasons of America's Funniest Home Videos did he host? 120. Okay, seasons. Wait, you said I said seasons. Yes. I'm sorry. No, I would have changed my answer. No, lock it in. 12. 12. Okay. Well, I think uh, <laughs> Alan's going to win a t shirt. You guys both knew it was Norm MacDonald. Uh, and then uh, Steve thought it was Futurama, and then Alan Googled it and found out it was Rock. The Masked Singer. There is no proof that he did that, and I will not sit here as my partner in crime. Gets, well, I shouldn't call him that, but uh, no. The reason I say that is because Alan also nailed the America's Funniest Home Videos question eight seasons. Ah. That's what raised my suspicions a little bit. But we love Alan. He's a long-time no, listener. You said 12, Donna. <laughs> yeah. That was after you guessed that Bob Saget hosted for 120 seasons. <laughs> so Alan does win that T-shirt. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Alan, go, what Alan. are you going to do with the T-shirt? <laughs> Oh, did you not hear what I do with my my talk shirt? No. Oh, well, I told Donna and I think was it Matt Belanger? Yeah, you keep Matt name Belanger? dropping him. Is Matt in the I car with you right now? 
I told them every time I win a My Talk shirt, whoever I win it with, I spray paint their name onto the shirt. Oh, oh all right. Oh, God, that's Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you. Well, Alan, congratulations on the win today. Hang on the line, okay? All right. Okay, there he Bye, goes. Oh, I have an update man. about my Uncle Gar. Okay. Who um, is <laughs> one of the most epic names in history. Turns out my Uncle Gar's full name is not Garfunkel, as I said on the public <laughs> airwaves. It is also not Garfield, which was my backup. Aunt Mary Sue says his mom wanted to name him Garland. But there was another nephew who already had it, which, Donna, and I think this might make you happy, my Uncle Gar's full name... Gary. ...is Uncle Gary. What? What? This has been... One of the most epic names in history. How did we not know this? I swear to you, someone in my family has called him Garfunkel at some point. Was that maybe just a nickname? I truly don't believe I ever knew that his full name was Gary. I can't believe that we don't call him Uncle Gary. And then the fact that it's Gary, and Sue Bird listens to this show back in West Virginia, probably, I don't know, by like rubbing some plastic together and somehow getting a, I don't know how they get us in West Virginia, but God love you, we're happy you listen. Corn cobs. (laughs) Uncle Gary's in the back. Working some sort of a foot crank. <laughs> anyway, um, that's just amazing. I just cannot believe it. And it's Gary, uh, the show that resurrected the name Gary. And it turns out that he's Uncle Gary. And this is my uncle from uh, Photographs who has a very long beard. And um, Donna has made uh, presumptions about him before. He's He's threatened me once he saw me growing out my beard. Donna presumed he was essentially making moonshine in the woods somewhere, something like that. He's a very bright man, very smart, has worked in the healthcare he, field. He actually looks like one of my relatives. Oh, Remember right? I showed you some pictures? And you were like, oh, yeah, and that guy looks like another guy in my family. Well, no, that guy, that guy actually looks like my Uncle Pat. That's a different thing. No, no but the other guy, do I have to send you another photo? No, don't send me any more photos of your family, please. You know I haven't I even seen you your sister, Sue. How about your sisters? How about I've never seen your siblings? How about that? Could you send me a nice picture? they don't live here. They don't I understand, but here, you just right? went back there for your mafia gathering or whatever yeah, you guys call it. I'm sorry. You don't sit around and take pictures. I'm not saying okay. you sit around and take pictures. I'm saying when you get together with your family, usually at some point a picture is taken. I don't sit around and take pictures. What sort of a defense is that? I'm not saying that you sit around and just take pictures of them. I'm saying there's probably you know what a time. I'm going to take a picture of. Listen, listen, I'm out of breath. Linda, listen, I'm going to what? take a picture of my Reader's Digest Curio cabinet. I'll take that. And I will also take a picture of my CD cabinet. The cabinet behind you that I'm looking at right now looks looks really nice. I've seen this before. That is a shelf. Yeah, whatever. It's a big, it's a, like a full thing on the wall. Floor to ceiling, right? <laughs> this is good radio. Yeah, Steve. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll share the photos with everybody, okay? Did I just hear your dog groaning? Yeah. <laughs> I just heard, that I'm <laughs> is he bone. doing his Stella? <laughs> he, he gets mad when I'm talking to people other than him. 
So he starts annoying me. Anyway, that's not why you called. Uh, I want to hear about the show that Rocco is watching. Oh, yeah. Why are you thinking about it? I just want to hear if it's a suggestion of yours or just something that you think should belong to you and you alone. Thank you. Thank you. And one of the creators of The Office, actually two, two of the guys behind The Office, uh, have put their heads together to create a new workplace comedy movie. We'll tell you some of the big stars. I think you'll like the cast that they've assembled for it. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my... Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mr. Hi. Woo, hey. Hey, since Rocco's the only one who's there getting pictures today um, for the big (laughs) station thing where everybody's getting new headshots... Why don't we, since we're both out, Donna, just ask for them to use the same photos, add a couple of wrinkles, put an age filter on us you know what, by though, five you, years. You look a little formal in your uh, station picture, Steve. You're wearing like a suit jacket, right? Are, is he? Pretty no, sure. but I, when, I look I at the, wearing... when I look at the podcast, I feel like you are. <clears throat> yeah, there's one I look maybe a little too formal and one I look like... Like I'm trying, like uh, auditioning to be a handyman on an HGTV show. Oh, that's right. And then well, they put a hard hat on you. Yeah. Rocco, anyone's going to look dressed up when you're wearing <laughs> a T-shirt that says, say no to pot. There that's is true. a lobster it's on it. It's a, it's a turn of phrase. <laughs> no, I'm looking at Steve's picture. When you, when you look at the podcast, he's mm-hmm. wearing like a blue blazer with a white crisp shirt underneath. Oh, well, I have a suit. I have this jacket. Really? A jacket on? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, if they saw what like we actually estate. look like oh, when I know. we come into this station, we all Speak for yourself. look like we were just alerted, like, hey, can you fill in today? You know, the TV side of the building, everybody's wearing makeup, right. it's like they're always coming and going, they got mic packs on, they've been in front of a camera. Radio, we need to take real life radio pictures, that's what we gotta do, right Donna? Yeah, did you get my pictures? No, oh, yeah, the curio on the text, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, no, where are they? I sent them to you. Yesterday, Donna, I made a promo of it. Her quote was like, I'm not a grandma. <laughs> and yet in the sentence before it, she says she has a curio full of 1980s Reader's Digest. And, and now I we have a photo of it. The camera. Look, and they're in great shape. This one's from 1989. Oh, wow. This thing okay. looks like it was made for Reader's Digest. Did this come as some sort of a a thank you for being a loyal subscriber for all this time? <laughs> and they were like, now we'll give you this curio to display. What else would no. even fit in there? What room is know. this in? It what room are your digests in? My bedroom. Can you read a joke from Laughter is the Best Medicine? Those were the jokes, sure. right? Not the stories. What were like the little story, the heartwarming, like... Cute stories. Yeah, that what was that section called? Medicine. There's uh, a day's work. There's word power, where you learn a new word. All oh, the I like time. that. Humor and un- uniform. Oh, this right. Those were like August army stories. Eighty nine. You guys. Okay, great. See if I could find one. Well, I was let's five. Just go on with the show as planned, and it's in great shape. It's in better shape than you are. <laughs> Donna. It is. You can't you say that. Okay, fine. I just did. Well, I'll, uh, maybe we should have Donna's read. 80s Reader's Digest moments. I'll, I'll make an interview Yes, for that. that'd be great. 
This would be fun. Fun. It's like traveling back in time. Um, I'll tell you this real quick. Uh, Paul Lieberstein played Toby in The Office. Everybody loves The Office. He has gotten together with former uh, The Office executive producer Ben Silverman and is going to be putting together a workplace comedy movie for Comedy Central. It is tentatively titled Out of Office, but in it, how about Ken Jeong, Leslie Jones, Jason Alexander, George Costanza, and Oscar Nunez, who played Oscar in The Office as well. Um, It seems like a fun... A fun cast. I like the idea of it. And I like the idea that it's just a movie. We haven't had a workplace comedy. It feels like not really since, I don't know, Office Space. I guess we had, we had the intern in the internship. One with uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. They were interning at Google. The other, which was a surprisingly nice movie, Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway, the intern. Thanks. Right, let me go back Thanks, to my guys. Good, in, good input, guys. Thanks for the support. This is, <laughs> the story. It sounds great. It Whatever. Does. It sounds okay. good. Okay, this is titled Kids Eye View. And these are things that people send in to Reader's Digest and you try to get published. And it says Our young son was discussing a health class in school with my mother, who uh, admits to being 39 and holding. Grandma, he said. Have you been through your metamorphosis yet? (laughs) (laughs) It's like menopause. That's right, Steve. Right? You got it, boo. You got it. It was very funny. No, Reader's Digest definitely was good. I'll show you my (laughs) CD rack. All right. So you have a full CD rack? Hang on. You got a CD rack at home, too? Like, how many CDs take up physical space in your home? I know it's a big palatial estate. It's not that big. Um, I want to hear about Rocco's show, Shining Girls. Well, what I believe this? I have brought it up two times on this show, I but hear it here again. comes no, the you third had it time. In the grid. You had it in the grid yesterday, but you didn't talk about That's it. That's fine. No, I'm caught up on it. Um, it is on Apple TV+. Plus. It stars Elizabeth Moss. It actually has a guy. Did you watch any of the, uh, what's the drug running show on? Um, Cartel Nar- Narcos. Narcos. Maybe? I believe this guy played like. Uh, the main uh, guy on on that Narcos show. I never watched it. Wagner Moura. He plays a um, a journalist from the Chicago Sometimes. Um, anyways, the point of the show is it's super. I like shows that are kind of weird, and you have to kind of you don't you know you have to your brain has to kind of get tired to figure things out and stuff. This yeah. involves sort of a serial killer, but it involves over the course of years. But as they're starting to put the pieces together, they're starting to wonder if there's some time travel involved, no. and then also like Elizabeth Moss's reality kind of jumps. Like, she wakes up one day and she's like, okay, now I'm married to this guy. Now I need to write down what my apartment number is, what my cat's name is, because her reality is jumping around. So they can't figure, they're trying to figure out why there's all these murders and they're trying to figure out why all this reality is jumping and it's all coming together. It's pretty cool. I enjoy it. But, you know, I would say, uh, you know, it involves a serial killing of women, if that's something that would, you know, turn you off to watching a show i would understand that i told my wife put it that way yes i'm like you know you might not like this one no you know what it sounds it sounds interesting because that jamie dornan show that i used to watch called the the fall was about a serial killer and it was so 
good. So good. I don't and know this is, is like but. based on like a 2013 like best-selling novel. So I you know I bet you it was on Lori and Julia's book club. Stay tuned for that today at oh, four wow. o'clock. Okay. Unbelievable! Right. Talk oh, no. Unbelievable. It's okay, bye. not okay. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna go anyway, do calisthenics way, from 11 to 11:30. No, no, you could do it from 11:55 until 10:59. Go ahead, and I'm going to take a picture of my my um, my CD rack, my CD okay. cabinet. All right. And I'll share it with everybody. Bye now. Great. <laughs> Bye.